Welcome to CMO Series Represents, brought to you by PASSEL. On today's episode, our celebration of leading women in professional services marketing and business development continues as we explore the power of networks and why building and sustaining strong relationships with peers within professional services marketing can be key to a long and successful career. First up, we're grateful to hear from Geneva Granitstein, Director of Marketing at Lane Powell, who discusses the inspirational female mentors who have paved the way to creating an equitable place to thrive. I've been in the legal industry for just over a decade now, and I've had the opportunity to witness immense amounts of change during that time. I think that change is what's kept me so engaged. The legal marketing industry is one where women leaders have had the opportunity to thrive and really to support each other. I've been lucky to have several mentors over the years who have demonstrated how women can be successful in this industry. And that really helped me to begin to plan for my own professional development and see how my career could grow and thrive in this industry. Today, I'm honored to work at a law firm with a female president and where more than half of our board of directors are women. I see people like me being successful, and that is really meaningful to me on a daily basis. Of course, there's always more work to be done, and I hope I can help to continue to move that change forward for future generations as well. I think law firms can embed equity in their culture, beginning with the talent pipeline. If we can help students understand the career paths that are available to them in our industry, with or without higher education, and showcase the accessibility for roles within the legal industry, then we'll see an applicant pool and ultimately a workforce that comes from diverse backgrounds and experiences. It's important that our work does not stop there though. We need to invest in that diverse workforce by providing meaningful professional development opportunities and a clear pathway for employees to grow their careers within our firms and our industry. While the Mansfield rules currently focused around attorney roles, I'd love to see that broadened to include professional staff roles as well. Either way, though, our firms and we as leaders can do exactly what Mansfield's goal is, to ensure that we're considering a broad slate of talent for leadership roles, providing transparency when it comes to promotion decisions, and examining decisions with an equity lens throughout the process. My number one piece of advice for women entering the industry is to build your personal brand from day one. I really thank my personal brand for helping me to get to where I am today. I started at my firm as a marketing specialist and made it a goal to always be professional, to do good work, be reliable, and as my understanding of the work in the industry grew, to be confident in sharing my ideas. This allowed me to build the trusting relationships, which opened up new doors for me. If I didn't have firm leadership and my attorneys believing in me and what I can do, then I really wouldn't have been able to grow my career here at Lane Powell. And I'm super grateful to have had the opportunity to do so. The other piece of advice I would share is to commit yourself to networking and relationship building. This is something I did not do as much of early on in my own career, and I'm still trying to improve upon it to this day because it doesn't necessarily come naturally to me. Uh, Growing your network will not only provide you with opportunities to learn from your peers, sometimes commiserate with them or share ideas of things that you're dealing with in your own role, but it will also provide career growth opportunities when you're ready for a new adventure. I suggest joining an association such as the Legal Marketing Association in our industry, uh, which is a great way to get started with this and then find some new ways to volunteer or get more involved as the years continue. 
I really value all of the relationships that I've built with local legal marketers over the past few years. And I always know I have someone to turn to if I do have questions. Laura Nichols, Chief Business Development Officer at Ashurst, joins us to share how her former career outside of legal marketing helped build resilience and why leaning into mentors and peers with shared experiences can help support women on their professional and personal journeys. So my experience as being a woman in professional services marketing um, has been overall quite a positive one. Um, and and I think um, through my time, I've been quite fortunate, actually, um, to have worked with, in some fantastic firms and with some really brilliant mentors um, along the way. Before I moved into legal um, business development, um, I actually um, completed a four-year apprenticeship as a chef, um, working uh, across a number of establishments in Melbourne, Australia. And I think actually the four years that I uh, worked as a chef um, were probably quite formidable in terms of uh, the resilience that I've actually built as a woman, um, both in that career and then in the career um, that I've been able to carve out um, working within professional services. And what I mean by that is actually, um, as you probably know, um, the, 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 the cooking industry, the restaurant industry, is a heavily male-dominated industry, um, and over my career, um, I, I worked predominantly uh, with men um, in very high-pressured environments uh, where there was a lot of sexist and derogatory behaviour towards women, unfortunately. And I think it was that experience um, that really built, I think, um, quite a lot of resilience in me as I went into the legal industry. And I think during that time, actually, what we've seen is, is a lot more women in senior roles. Um, I still remember the early days of sitting around a boardroom table um, and being the only woman in the room. Um, and with my invitation to be in that room, really to take notes and to manage actions off the back of meetings. Um, there were few female role models um, in those days, and even few of, fewer of them um, had managed a family outside of the office. Thankfully, I can say that this is no longer the case. I also believe um, that I am an example of the progress women have made in the legal industry um, over the last 20 years. I am a working mother and I'm in my mid-40s, and I'm someone that's been able to cover a really strong career. Um, so I, I very much believe it's doable. Um, but it does take a high level of sacrifice. I think law firms can really embrace equity and embed it in their culture um, by continuing to push themselves uh, to operate at a higher level. I believe there's been a lot of work done in this area. Um, by way of example, in the UK here, we have the Gender Pay Gap Report, um, which is an annual disclosure requirement for companies with over 250 people. The other, um, I suppose, evolution you've seen uh, across the legal industry is a lot more firms actually committing to diversity commitments um, with annual self-reporting requirements. Um, this is obviously really incredibly important um, because it continues to push uh, law firms to really look in, at themselves and really uh, get clear in terms of how they are operating benchmarked uh, to others within the sector, which I think is very important. My advice for women entering the professional services industry um, now and reflecting on, on the 20 years I've had in my career um, is really to, to push um, and, and push forward, own the room, speak up, have a voice, don't be a wallflower, don't be intimidated if you're the only woman in the room. 
Um, I had some advice given to me quite early on in my career, um, and it's advice that's always kind of stuck with me. Um, try and talk in the first 15 minutes of any meeting. Um, if you're talked over, um, make sure you call the behaviour out. Um, it does happen, unfortunately, um, but most of the time people don't recognise that they're doing it. Um, be there and be present. Um, shake everybody's hands, look them in the eye um, and, and own the space, own your space um, and don't be intimidated by the environment. Um, lean into mentors um, at all levels across the organisation and outside of the organisation. I think lean into opportunities wherever they might come as, as intimidating some of those opportunities might be. Um, I probably another um, little known story about me is that I actually uh, joined a law firm here in the in the UK um, whilst five months pregnant. I had disclosed at the interview process that I was um, in the early stages of pregnancy um, and joined the law firm um, whilst five months pregnant, which which was um, you know fantastic. Um, they were incredibly supportive of me. Um, and, and you know, really welcomed me with open arms and, and really helped and encouraged me uh, during those initial months uh, whilst I was also in the late stages of pregnancy. Um, and, you know, I, don't, I think reflecting back, you know, 20 years ago, I, I don't think that would have happened, um, you know, but that's a story that I have shared with, with a number of other uh, younger females um, in this industry who might also be get, navigating some of the complexities around uh, pregnancy, job opportunities, you know, when is the right time to move? Um, you know, so those type of things are, I think, both incredibly important to push into, um, but also incredibly important to share. Next up, Jessica Grayson, Managing Director of Business Development and Marketing at Struck & Struck & Levan, shares how firms need to take a cultural assessment when it comes to embedding equity and the importance of leveraging professional development opportunities and networks in a legal marketing career. So my experience as a woman in professional services marketing um, has been quite rewarding. Um, I've been very fortunate to have found um, and networked and developed relationships with very strong uh, mentors and what's even more important, um, sponsors. And, you know, knowing the difference um, between a mentor and a sponsor is, you know, a, a mentor is someone who can give you some, some guidance, um, give you advice, you can talk through, you know, problems or issues. And a sponsor is someone who speaks up for you in a room when you're not in the room. A sponsor is looking for opportunities for you. As I have taken on leadership roles, I am in kind doing the same thing, you know, looking for opportunities for um, the more junior uh, people on my team, for women in my network. So law firms can um, embrace equity and embed that in their culture in, in several ways. And I think, you know, First, um, you know, they have to take a step back and say, do we do we know what that is? Um, do we know what our culture is? Do we know what our what we want our culture to be? And we have to define it and we have to um, articulate it and we have to communicate it and then we have to live it. And when you're doing that process, you know, you have to be inclusive as well of all of the voices um, in the firm. So sometimes, um, you know, it's a cultural assessment. And that can be uncomfortable sometimes, you know, to take that look in a mirror. 
and say, wow, we thought our culture was this, but this is actually what our culture is because, you know, we did this assessment and everyone participated and then being very transparent about the results and designing a strategic plan to move some of the um, opportunities um, to have a more you know, diverse or equitable culture, be very deliberate about the people and the voices that you have around the table that are leading your enterprise. Um, so there's, there's, there's a lot of different ways to really embrace, but you have to be deliberate and transparent and um, it has to be authentic. My advice for women entering the industry now would be first and foremost, know your stuff. Become an expert in your field. And that is taking advantage of any professional development opportunities, including professional associations, um, conferences, webinars, um, but also investing in your own professional development, whether that's an executive coach, whether that's, you know, taking a, a, a going to a conference or a seminar on your own dime, knowing your stuff is critical. Um, and I think embracing discomfort is um, also something that uh, you have to realize that when you're uncomfortable, you're growing. So, you know, going into a meeting, speaking up, taking up space, uh, sharing um, ideas, contributing to a conversation, um, know that that your contributions are valuable and it does feel uncomfortable. And even the most poised, polished women in the room, uh, when they're presenting, they still get that um, that feeling in their stomach of, uh, you know, being uncomfortable. We, we all share that. We just hide it better <laughs> as we get more seasoned. Um, but you you should be you know sharing your ideas. They're they're valuable and they're they're critical. Um, develop a network of your peers, and you know within your firm, outside your firm, professional associations, um, your anything that you do, um, you know for um, extracurricular type activities, your book clubs, um, your Zumba classes, whatever it is you're doing, develop those network of women that are your peers that will come up with you, that you can rely on for feedback, that you can rely on for referrals, for um, you know, just building um, your own professional network. I think that feedback is a gift. So whenever you get feedback, um, I take it very seriously and I'm always appreciative of it. And the best mentors and guiding forces in my uh, professional career have been those who have been willing to go out on a limb and give me feedback. And I'm, I'm very grateful um, for those gifts. We welcome Larissa Palmer, Chief Business Development Officer at Cravath Swain & Moore, who shares her experience and why firms need to take intentional steps to embed equity within their culture. So my experience as a woman in professional services marketing has been really positive, actually. Um, I've been working for law firms for just over 20 years. It's actually been a fantastic ride, a bit of a wild ride, while still recognizing that I'm in a predominantly male-driven world. So this question of how can law firms embrace equity and embed it in their culture is, is harder to do than it seems. Um, the easy part is to say, treat everyone equally, right? And of course, I think we all agree with that. Um, 
but what does that really mean? I think, uh, you know, all of us interact with individuals, different individuals every day when we walk in the door. And I think whether we like it or not, we do judge people. We do it through the lens of whatever our own personal experience has been. And I think the problem with that is we, we probably assume that we are more magnanimous and broad thinking than we truly are. Um, all of our experiences don't necessarily, can't necessarily take into account what another person has done, the road that they've walked, the experiences they have had. So I think there's a lot of requirement of, of sort of stretching yourself, uh, stepping out of your own experience and trying to put yourself in the shoes of another person. And even if you can't imagine that, um, to be able to be open to understanding that other people's journeys are not your own. So I think it takes time. Ultimately, I, I think if you come in with a positive attitude every day and say, I'm going to just, I'm going to treat people the way I expect to be treated. And that starts with respect. Um, everybody uh, deserves that respect. And we should treat each other that in a collegial environment that we're in and, uh, and understand that that's really important. I think the next level of, of how you help promote people who are maybe in a minority in your firm is much more difficult. I think you do have to take extra steps. I think you have to be more conscientious. I would consider myself as somebody who needs to model that behavior and then encourage my managers to model that behavior. It is certainly a very unique culture to be in a law firm. Uh, you have to be somebody who's willing to perhaps put your ego aside a bit um, which may be a little bit difficult for a young person. Certainly it was for me. I was in sales. I had like just closed a million dollars in sales that quarter. And so I, I felt pretty good about myself. Um, and you come into a law firm and you really have to put that aside pretty quickly. But I also found that the best thing you can do is really just come in every day with a very positive attitude. Um, be willing to learn. Be willing to grow and stretch yourself. Um, be willing to accept that you're not right about everything um, and that your perspective may be a bit limited when you're young. And, um, I, and, I, and I think also to, to look for people um, that can help you. Our next guest reflects on the challenges she has encountered during her career and discusses the role of wider society in truly embedding equity inside and outside of the industry. We welcome Natalia Ruiz Moreno, Head of Marketing and Business Development at Boys Turner. So my experience as a woman in professional services marketing has been mixed. Yeah, it's funny. It's not been great, I'll be honest. Um, I think the role itself has kind of been treated as kind of less than and not equal to um the sort of you know to to the fee earners and I think and I'd come from a tech a marketing tech uh background before so it was kind of a bit of a shock getting used to kind of that the way kind of marketing was perceived within the sort of professional services sector whereas in the tech sector we were much more kind of a real value add whereas within professional services and this is less like you know 16 years ago it's very much kind of you know what I call now sometimes perceived as the colouring in department um, I think we've made some progress um, but it's been a real kind of challenge really just to kind of have that a the seat at the table to kind of be seen as a real valuable um, resource. Many firms now I think probably have 
lots of um or far more initiatives than maybe we had a few years ago which is you know which is a good thing but I suppose really the challenge is maintaining those and and driving those initiatives and not treating them as kind of like a a tick a tick box exercise um but yeah it's a tricky one because I don't think we're, you know, there are, you know, for example, this firm is great. We've got tons of uh, women here. We've got, um, it's a really good culture. We've got, and, you know, and it's kind of reflective of what I've read in the press as well. There's lots of juniors coming in. We've got lots of female talent that is coming in. And and then, of course, what's happening is as, as they're progressing through their careers, they're kind of, either, you know, having to take, I don't know, part-time roles or take more of a sort of, you know, backseat because, you know, it's trying to tackle that kind of work-life balance is difficult. I mean, it's difficult for everybody. It's difficult for men and women, but in particular, I think it tends to fall on the shoulders of the women to kind of organise sort of childcare and all the rest of it. But I think um, it's not just down to the firm to kind of help embed it. It's a, I think it's a whole societal thing and it's, all of our responsibility to kind of um, embed that. Um, some firms, I think, are better than others. This firm's been is is really good and at kind of you know trying to you know promote that sort of um, equality and equity across the firm. But it's still got you know like a lot of firms still has a way to go because when you go up the ranks, you know the more at partner level there's definitely more men but you know it's just a it's, a it's a wider conversation it's not just down to an individual what individual firms do my advice for women entering the industry either as a marketing professional in professional services would be kind of to well seek out a mentor and the earlier you do it in your career the better um i you know i think it's just so critical to find a really and just all the way through your career, um, having a sounding board um, to sense check stuff is just really vital. So if you do, if there is somebody who you kind of trust and you can talk to and who's kind of been there, done that, and um, then pff, that's just gold dust, finding a great mentor. Um, believe in yourself and believe in the value that you bring. You know, marketing, they're super talented and uh and just have to really believe in yourself and believe in what you're delivering and don't be afraid to kind of stand up you know obviously you know, you've done your homework you work really hard on something you know stand up for it you know um show your value and don't be afraid of it the one thing I've had to do is really build resilience um and that is critical and I think even in this industry it's just because it is can be really really tough it's really fun but it can be really tough as well and I think one thing I've had to do is just yeah is build resilience um so that you can you know just kind of some of the stuff that you do get thrown your way you can kind of just brush off <laughs> not take it not take it to heart and um you know and you just keep learning from it all the time so don't sort of see you know if something goes wrong or a meeting doesn't go well you know it's all these failures are, are always opportunities to learn 
The value and contribution that the marketing and BD function brings to professional services now play a strategic role in firm management. Melanie Barros, Chief Marketing Officer at Conyers, joins us to share her thoughts on the evolution of legal marketing and the power of relationships within the industry. My experience as a woman in professional services marketing, um, I would say it has been a rewarding one. Um, I, you know, I think there's been so many positives uh, and so many wins um, that have made it really quite satisfying. But I mean, it, as anyone who's listening to this would know, it's certainly not without its challenges. I think when I reflect back over my career in professional services marketing, um, which is almost 20 years uh, now, um, you know, it, it's really, really evolved in that space. I think some of the, you know, the challenges early on really were about demonstrating value um, from our team and what that could mean for a law firm. Um, and, you know, when I compare that to sort of where we are now, and, and I, I think of my current team, you know, um, marketing is in incredibly high demand. Um, you know, there's a lot of mutual respect between us and our, our clients, our internal clients, which would be the lawyers and sometimes uh, internal departments. I think as a woman in professional services marketing, I would say that, that things have evolved in that space as well. I think early on there were a lot uh, more of the challenges around, you know, give it to marketing, they'll make it pretty, to where we're seeing now as, as equal and as having a seat at the table and contributing and adding value. I think law firms can embrace equity and embed that in their culture um, by really focusing on individuals. Equity really comes down to ensuring that individuals have the tools that they need to be successful. So probably more about accessibility. And, you know, when I when I think of an example of that, rather than a firm-wide initiative at equity um, and bring it closer to home, I, you know, I sort of think of my own marketing team. And recently, you know, we were sort of talking about how everyone was sort of feeling in terms of their contribution and the value that they bring to the firm. And it really became evident that some of the production team really struggled um, and felt that they didn't have that because they didn't have a seat at the table. So when the BD specialists are sort of working with the lawyers up front on an initiative, I mean, that's where the great brainstorming comes in and there's a lot of exciting ideas. It's put into a marketing brief and it's pushed back and there hadn't really been that thought about is that the experience um, or what is that experience that everybody on the team is happening so we what we did was we changed up our weekly production meetings and rather than doing round tables and and talking about what everybody's working on we changed the discussion to say all right what's on deck and talking about some of those bigger initiatives and what that did was give everyone on the team an opportunity to be at that table and to ask those questions and to contribute ideas. And while I think it's a little bit awkward because it's a change at, at the very beginning, those meetings we have now are, are really quite incredible. They're robust um, and people feel valued. It's really all about the relationships in professional services or legal marketing. 
Melissa Marshall, Chief Marketing Officer at Levenfell Pearlstein, shares the positive experiences she has had within her firm and how a strong support network has helped her navigate managing senior roles and motherhood. I've been extremely fortunate to work at firms that support women in the workplace. Um, each firm I've been at has made a commitment that you know they select diverse candidates from the start that are eligible for leadership and high visibility positions within the firm. It also includes how we select leaders for positions within the firm, how we make our hiring decisions at both entry level and lateral attorney positions, and how we form our teams um, for client pitches. I've always been allowed to be my authentic self. There were many times it could have been a very different experience, and I'm thinking back to 2012 when I welcomed my first daughter, Kaylin, and back in 2015 when I welcomed my second daughter, Lexi. At the time, I was overseeing two markets, both um, Phoenix and Chicago. I was onboarding new attorneys, uh, marketing new practice groups, following up on analytics, and pivoting our entire marketing strategy, all while trying to figure out how to be a new mom and make sure my babies were also thriving. What made the difference was I was supported. And today, it is my hope that everyone I work with feels supported and valued by me. As a law firm, you have to be committed to real change. And I'm going to put the emphasis on the real. Um, as lawyers, they are guided and they want to be shared by a dedicated a dedication to justice. And that means modeling our firm's culture and organizational structures on the kind of fairness and inclusion that we want to see in the world. And it means doing the work to make sure we are asking the difficult questions, listening with intention, and implementing, evaluating, and revising policies that uplifts true equality. You've got to build your network. You've got to find those mentors and ask yourself who's going to push you. We tend to find those that praise us and validate us. And of course, that's extremely important. But what's going to set you apart is when you find the one that will push you out of your comfort zone with the best of intentions. If those, net, if those networking groups do not exist or you struggle to find the right one, build your own. Do the work and it will absolutely pay off. Our final guest on today's episode highlights the importance of finding a firm that has a culture that works for you and summarises the three types of people that you need to support you throughout your professional career. We welcome Marianne Russell, Head of Marketing and Sales Enablement at AMS. As a woman in marketing, what generally happens is the gender balance within the marketing function is often not not quite equal, but probably nearer equal than in the rest of the company. So I think I think one of the things you need to be mindful of is the type of company you're working within. Um, generally in professional services, it can err on le- less of a gender balance. Um, and that's when it's more important to be incredibly mindful of the culture of the business that you're going into or the culture that you're working in. And you've just got to make sure that that culture works for you. Um, And if it doesn't, you need to make it work for you or you need to move out. Embracing equity is really important. And in my sort of 25 years of working, and I believe you to do the maths, I've I've seen a definite change in the way that firms are embracing that equity. And um, I think one of the most important things is that needs to come from absolutely from the top, Um, because what happens is people generally mirror the behavior of the seniors above them. So as long as it comes from the top and when bad behavior does happen, it needs to be called out and then stopped. Um, you know, there should be there should be no behaviors that are unequitable, that are just left to rumble, because that's when they, they can fester and they just carry on. 
Um, I think the other way to be embracing equity is career development needs to be taken into consideration and everybody's careers needs to be as important and the, as the person next to them, no matter what, what gender they are. Um, that also is something that needs to come from the top and it needs to be mirrored all the way through the organization. You know, there's there's so many wonderful things to be able to say about what that one piece of advice and uh, sorry, one piece of advice and my you know what would I be telling my newly and fresh out of university self? Um, and I think it's I think it's 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 probably something that I've only realized and recently seen, and I'd say it probably in the last eighteen months that there's there's three people you absolutely have to have around you, um, and you are the only person that can that can influence this and. Um, those, those three people are a coach, um, a mentor, and a sponsor. And so often, I think we just find one or two of those. Um, and the importance of those roles is the coach is the person who talks with you, um, provides development support, and usually sort of soft skills and tech versus technical skills. Um, the mentor is the person who talk who talks with you and provides um, guidance and to help you navigate your career and navigate big choices or big decisions. And then the sponsor is a really important person that I've only really, really learned the importance of. And they're a senior leader who's not necessarily the person you report into, but they're the person who is the strong influence and the person who is in the room when those visible conversations are happening about you, about jobs and promotions and salaries and, and all that kind of good stuff. You've got to have that person who's in the room, who's backing you and is sponsoring those conversations to happen correctly. Thank you to all of our guests for bringing their unique perspectives and lived experiences to this conversation. We'd love to hear your thoughts and your experiences of building strong networks within the industry and how that's impacted your career. Please drop your thoughts in the comments on LinkedIn. You can subscribe to CMO Series Represents via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks for listening.